0: Sweet Cozy Zone friends, Ben Weber here. February was a challenging month. I went home to Milwaukee to celebrate the life of my grandmother, Helen Weber, who passed away on Halloween this past year. Our family and community gathered to share stories about the final years of her life at the Helen Bader Center, where she received a lot of loving care as she lived with dementia. I always knew my grandmother, Nana, as a serious, elegant art lady. She was always dressed in the fanciest black clothes, giving me a taste of real New York style before I could even fathom dressing with intention. When I was little, she called me Dolly, and when she would care for me, she always seemed to be in the other room. She lived in a palatial house near the banks of Lake Michigan that was filled with an extraordinary amount of art. I would eat McDonald's at her Isamo Noguchi table while she looked on with disapproval. Once I found a big art magazine on her coffee table about Matthew Barney, a Yale jock turned art star who works in Vaseline and prosthetics, and his cremaster cycle. Five sprawling feature-length art films using invented mythology and sumptuous imagery to map the journey of the testicles as they descend from the body. The cremaster muscle is responsible for raising and lowering the testes due to temperature. Matthew Barney and this magazine blew my mind uh, and inspired me to think about how epic and indulgent art making can be. I dragged my dear friend Lisa to many Cremaster Cycle Films freshman year at NYU. And you know, Nana, I certainly credit you in part for sparking my appetite for art. Her memorial was literally brimming with clergy. We got three rabbis, and one cantor, uh, one rabbi who did my bar mitzvah, one rabbi who married my parents, and that rabbi associated with the Helen Bader Center. Nana's caretakers really loved her dearly. One shared a story about finding my grandmother in her room, methodically packing a suitcase. "'Looks like you're leaving on a trip. Where are you going?' asked the caretaker. "'Milwaukee,' Nana replied. "'But, Helen, you're in Milwaukee,' said the caretaker.' "'Where are you really going?' "'Milwaukee,' said Nana. "'You're in Milwaukee, Helen. Where are you going?' "'My grandmother says, "'I said Milwaukee, you stupid bitch!' "'Sweet Nana.' Her music therapist got up and told a story of singing "'My Favorite Things from the Sound of Music.' "'Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, "'bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, "'brown paper packages tied up with strings.' These are a few of my favorite things. The music therapist would ask the group to name some of their favorite things. Nana replied to the music therapist, You know what? You're one of my favorite things. Really? said the music therapist. No, not really, said Nana. I got back to New York on Monday, and that Friday I learned that Anne Lacasio, the majestic, glowing, kind, generous mother of my dear friend Lisa, had passed away. So, on Sunday, after attending a wedding in Austin, on Saturday, I flew to Chicago, where I landed at the Lacasio's rented house in Oak Park, where family and friends were gathering to provide logistical and emotional support for Lisa, her dad, Larry, and her sister, Julia. That afternoon was Anne's visitation. Lisa, her fiance, Jasper, and I picked up a few piles of sandwiches from Alpine Food Shop, the finest family-owned Italian deli in Oak Park, and headed to the funeral home. Larry tasked me with lovingly arranging dozens of stunning photos of Anne on an easel. It was an honor to witness all of these sweet moments in Anne's life, and I tried to be as careful with the thumbtacks as possible. Visitation was from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., My parents drove down from Milwaukee, having printed out their driving directions on MapQuest, but getting quite lost. I was glad to see them, this being our second memorial in two weeks. Around hour five of the visitation, Jasper and Lisa's childhood friend Aaron and I snuck out to Walgreens to print out little, beautiful pictures of Anne for her memorial program As we waited for the sweet Walgreens employee to hand-cut all of the pictures, Jasper, Aaron and I played with all the the squishy, light-up toys in the kids' aisle. Our favorite was this banana filled with, I think, kinetic sand that you could like pull and deform. And to get it back together, you had to sort of smash it and kind of, you know, uh, cup it with your hand. It was very, very gross, very suggestive, but so fun. So, at the end of the visitation, we all went out to binge on deep dish pizza. Uh, I think ours had uh, like pepperoni and jardinera on it. It was very delicious. So, the next day was Anne's very Catholic Memorial Mass, and I was tasked with reading the Offertory Petitions. It's a list of 50 plus names of people who cared for Anne in her final days, of doctors and healthcare professionals, and her ancestors. Larry was a actually a brilliant director of this reading, coaching me on name pronunciation as well as giving me this, this unforgettable note. Read each name like it's the only name on the list. I love you, Anne. I'll miss you a lot. I love you, Lisa. I love you, Larry. I love you, Julia. I'm really glad to share this life with you. My guest today is Jeremy Bloom, a multidisciplinary artist, director, and writer. I met him when I was a rising senior in high school at Northwestern University's summer theater camp, and his sweet, gentle, artistic brightness has nourished my artist self throughout my years living in New York. Let me tell you a little bit about Jeremy. He is the artistic director of Rady and Bloom. Uh, Original collaborations with his husband, Brian Rady, include Ding Dong, It's the Ocean, The Upper Room, and The Orange Person. Jeremy's works as an adapter director include Peter Wendy, and Wild Tales, published by Playscripts, as well as The Gun Show, La Boheme, spoken, and Leaves of Grass, nude. Fellowships and residencies include the Cell, Harp, the Drama League, E.S.T. Soho Rep Lab, T.S. Eliot slash The Old Vic, L.M.C.C., and the Archive Residency. Jeremy also produces fine works of Sharpie art, under the name J Blow. Sharpo, but before we get to Jeremy, I want to introduce you to Mr. Greg Biteman. He's a, a titan of agribusiness and a trustee of the Cozy Zone Foundation. Mr. Biteman invited me to his business tower to have a conversation about funding for the arts. Cozy Zone. I'm here on the twenty-sixth floor of Biteman Corp where I'm meeting with the fabulous Cozy Zone trustee, Greg Bightman. Ben?
1: Mr. Yeah, Biteman. Yeah, it's a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being a trustee uh, of the Cozy Zone Foundation. Oh, you know,
1: I love finding obscure zones to shower with money. Thank you so much. Yeah, and
0: I, why,
1: why are you a, a trustee of the Cozy Zone uh, Foundation? Like I said, I like to find obscure zones. Uh, this began as a boy, seeking out shadowed corners, untapped pockets of grass and leaves. Uh, and now I need tax write-offs.
0: What is your business?
1: I'm an agribusinessman. What is that? It's mostly um, business revolving around agriculture. Biteman Corp. is something I started, but, um, you know, all of the, the seed money came from literal seeds from wow. uh, my father. I recently got a Peloton, sure. have you heard of those. I have, yes, the the stationary bike. Yeah, so that uh that occupies uh at least 3 hours. Your legs look unbelievable. I was thinking about thank you, by the way. Um I was thinking about biking through the Alps. Um but, you know, classic bikeman style here, uh don't do anything without a some might say obnoxious level of preparation oh wow so that's the uh that's the peloton and the three hours and the leg sculpting which is literal sculpting after i finish on the peloton i have yeah you... sculptor over to uh slowly uh apply pressure oh, wow. to my upper calves and quads uh, it's expensive, but of it, it gets results. And like I said, I'm always looking for obscure zones of and ways to support art. Yes, and if that means asking a 28-year-old German man to gently, and sometimes not so gently, if you know what I mean, knead into my legs, yes. then it, it, he, he's getting a paycheck.
0: A lot of welders in, in Germany, metal artists. Yeah, lots of
1: metal artists in Germany. We mostly deal with the middle stage of produce harvesting. So that's particularly finding fruit and vegetables that are not quite ripe, but certainly ready and then... Waiting for them to be ripe and ready, interesting, and then and then then, uh, packaging them. We don't handle the shipping, but we handle the packaging. So basically,
0: you're so you're just you. Your whole conglomeration is a like a watching fruit ripen (laughs) kind of thing.
1: I would say that we are we are the middleest. Yeah, I, I, middle man. I understand. Yeah, I'm really but coming to understand that. You, you know that. what people don't understand is that everything is a business. It's just one of the realities of this world. Some of us are born into positions in which we can capitalize on such business, and others spend their whole life not realizing it. We have to unload about 1.3 billion dollars. Wow. By the end of today. Wow. Yeah. Um. And so we want to give it to you. Amazing! Oh, that's yeah. so
0: that's so wonderful.
1: Yeah, um, you know, 1.3 billion is uh, is what um, Jeff Bezos over at Amazon did not pay in taxes last oh. year, and we think it's important to send a message that uh, not all obscenely wealthy people. Don't pay taxes. You might have thought I might say something like, aren't bad, but I'll leave the history books to decide that. But at least we're paying taxes, you know. So, we, we'd like to pick up the slack for uh, Jeffy B.
0: Thank you so much. That is so generous. Oh,
1: it's, you know, it's it's literally nothing, so. Wow.
0: Um, do you have any particular project in mind that, yes. that this money should be put towards?
1: Yes. Um... Then there is a call for artists in Madison, Wisconsin, at the Olbrich Botanical Gardens. It's something that, um, frankly, I hadn't heard about until two days ago. But I have a few people who work on this for me, and they brought it to my attention. And ever since I've seen it, I've become a big, big fan of the Olbrich Botanical Gardens and what they do. 2020 Gleam, Art in a New Light. It's an outdoor light installation exhibition beginning in early September, ending at the end of October. You can fit Halloween into that, I suppose, if you want to. It's, you know, they're seeking exciting light-based installation proposals to be situated within the garden's landscape or the conservatory You have to utilize light as a major component to achieve a dynamic evening-slash-nighttime presence. I just thought that you and the cozy zone might be particularly suited for finding a way um, to shed light on the obscure pockets that I hold so deeply to my heart. And I, I don't know what an LED light bulb goes for these days, but I hope you can buy at least a few for uh, $1.3 billion.
0: Well, Mr. Biteman, we're going to get right on it. Thank you so much Uh, again.
1: Absolutely, Ben. I just take that elevator. Yeah, you're going to take the second elevator on your left down to the 20th, and you have to cross... Through the atrium, there's going to be another elevator. Now that elevator, you need to press buttons on the panel outside of the elevator car itself. There will be no buttons inside the elevator, so you got to find that. You're going to take that down to about floor nine, and then there you'll find my guy Jim, and Jim can uh, guide you down the rest of the way.
0: Perfect. That did that, you catch that? I got that. Okay. That's Second that's not too bad. On the right, you'll yeah, be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, Twenty corridor. I I'll uh I'll do my best. Thank you, Do sir. Do
1: you want any almost ripened fruit? I assume oh, it'll be ripe by the time you get down there. Yes, I mean yeah.
0: these these peaches look oh, pretty these fantastic. Are good
1: peaches. Take a peach oh, or thank two. Thank you. And uh, the
0: avocados. I can't. I've never actually mm-hmm. seen avocados so tense, like almost, you know, almost there, just like right on the edge, just edging avocados.
1: Ben, you took my breath away with your words. You know
0: I. I, I'm really happy to hear that I, well, If, I, I if know this we light project
1: down. goes well come yeah. back to me and we can talk about a new edging avocados okay. installation maybe oh, that would be a really interesting The
0: the same. color change between them is, is really majestic mm. I can't wait to talk about mm. that Alright, see you sir, thank you so much
2: Classic plate of food yeah? It looks like it should be in a museum.
0: What do you see?
2: It's sort of like a relic of another time where you have like one part main dish, <laughs> sandwich, and a perfect side, banana. <laughs> it's, um... And it, I'm just thinking of the banana tape to the wall. Oh,
0: yeah. How much did that go for?
2: It was sold for 140000 uh, Really? But then someone came and ate it.
0: No. Yes. That's, that's, and that is a comment on art.
2: Well, they were an artist. I they s- said they were performing the hungry artist.
0: <laughs> Welcome to your cozy zone, my friend.
2: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's, good to see you. It's so good to see you. It's so funny we ran into each other.
0: We've been orbiting around each other for decades. Constantly. Can you tell us a little bit about where we are right now?
2: This is the bookstore in Soho that is two stories tall with a lovely second floor menagerie mezzanine where we are sitting and it overlooks kind of a crowded room of used books and it's one of my favorite uh, spaces in the city. People use it for events. I did a play here once and about 10 years ago, I held auditions here for a play that I was hosting and I had people come in and just sit across the table from me and read poetry and I've sort of always had it be this kind of stomping grounds, this kind of meeting place, this watering hole. I had a lot of writing meetings here for uh, Ding Dong, It's the Ocean. and. Uh, it kind of is my go-to for for where to meet people. I love bookstores. There are so few of them left in this town that are real, but they're the they're great. Three Lives is is a one that's holding on strong. Where's that on Charles? No, West 10th Street, and um, I saw the owner run outside in the middle of the night and bury. A book in the sidewalk when they were doing construction and I asked like a week later I saw him during the daytime and I said what were you doing in the middle of the night with that book and he said oh my god you're the only person who saw that probably we were secretly burying a copy of Gertrude Stein's three lives for luck and I think it gave them luck because they're still there whereas the other neighborhood bookstore there closed down and I just love browsing a bookstore. I'm always trying to get rid of books at home because they create clutter and I like to use the library, but for a retail experience nothing's better than strolling through the stacks.
0: You take an old Torah and you have to bury it. Like Mm -hmm. this sort of the personification of books, books I feel like are one of the, you know, few Art objects that we really personify. Can we say the name of where we are right I now? I think
2: we should. Housing Works. Booya. And cafe. Gotcha. And actually, one time I was at a different cafe, and uh, they had an outdoor component. <laughs> and somebody, uh, I was just sitting there. Outdoor feature. I was actually by myself, sitting there having like a drink of some kind, and someone came and sat down at the empty seat across from me and talked to me for like a really long time. It was someone who had spent the night the night before in a uh, housing works shelter. Okay. And I felt like it was a real window into this organization, which is actually another place. I do donate books to housing works and clothes. And honestly, sometimes things that I question, I don't think anyone would want, but I just give it to them just in case. What were you auditioning here? It was Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman and I had them read out of his poetry across the table to me. They had to sign a nudity waiver. It was I think I I saw this production. You may have. Yeah, it was a it was a show that Was it at the cell? At one point, yeah. yeah. I did at that time like I did these shows kind of over and over, which was the best. It was really lovely. So we did Leaves of Grass was like a couple of years. It kind of Happened in different iterations. So I'm not sure which one you saw. But I saw
0: one at the cell.
2: Yeah. There were, so one at the cell had like 30 people in it. Yeah. And was a bit chaotic. And there were papers flying through the air and really fun. And like the music, I just loved so much. And it was um, a little bit out of control in a good way. And then, um, then we did a longer run at the cell, which was only about 10 people. And the audience sat on two sides. But what was really cool is this artist filled a million plastic baggies with colored liquid that descended from the ceiling. And at one point, one of the actors poked a little hole in it and it dripped out water. And he was sort of like swimming in it. Wow. I think I'm, I think I fun. saw the
0: 30-person one because I don't remember the, the colorful remember liquid. You do remember the liquid. Yeah, absolutely. Why leaves of grass? Why naked?
2: Well, I heard about... I actually remember in like 2007 being... I just... All of a sudden it clicked. Like I had been hearing this was a really important work. It was like everybody needed to know about right. it. He's the sort of father of all poetry. I studied poetry and I... Or grandfather, a lot of people say, of American poetry. And I had always studied poetry, and I actually minored in it in college, but for whatever reason, that was never someone that we directly read. Uh, Maybe there were, like, a few famous poems that I knew, but not really. And so I I was just like, I'm going to sit down and read this, and it's so um, spiritual and beautiful. It's like... uh, very elemental and right from the start you are reading about it's all about the body and it's all about um connecting with humanity and so I just it just kind of clicked it wasn't even something that I thought about and wondered I was just like is this theatrical is it not and I sort of had this image of the well it's directly from the poem I shall go down by the bank of the river I'm paraphrasing and become undisguised and naked and I just sort of was like oh my god that's the whole uh, play it's I celebrate myself I sing myself and I assume what you shall assume for every atom belonging to me belongs to you something like that and then it's like going down to the bank and so on amazing. That's not Chase Bank. It's No, no.
0: Like the poetry yeah. water bank.
2: I felt that it was really important to kind of find your lane and just get what you're good at and, and market yourself and have an identity as one thing. But lately I've sort of realized that you can expand your idea of of what you are and just kind of follow impulses. So I started drawing and doing poetry and painting and just kind of being generally artistic rather than trying to to say I'm a theater maker I only do this one style of of thing.
0: Yeah, because I know you primarily as a director. True. And we met at uh, Cherub's Theater Camp at Northwestern. You were Belize in Angels in America, one of the groups. Mm -hmm. There were two groups of Angels in America.
2: Yeah, which was so irresponsible and crazy, but it was really fun at the time. I thought um,
0: you were great, and i didn't I, I didn't you know, I think that is the sort of the joy of of being an innocent. you know mm-hmm. the ignorance is
2: bliss. I just thought you know you were so great. It was thrilling, I suppose. Uh, I loved our director. I loved the people that were in the play with me. and I mean, It all felt very exciting. And that was a play that we were just told over and over again is just, like, so important. And so it felt important to be in it. But really, the takeaway for me was the play you were in.
0: Uh, Mad Forest. Mad
2: Forest by Carol Churchill.
0: Directed by Royd Kleimanhaga.
2: Who was incredible. Like, I just think the music in that and the performances and the design and the the way that these microphones were used That's for, right. all just like really influential for me and like powerful and I kind of will never forget it. And I actually want to pull out that music again. <laughs>
0: Uh, The Balinescu Quartet. Exactly.
2: I can't believe you pulled that out. I always remember you had like a gay pride pin on your backpack in (laughs) Cherub's. That really, I, I think, confused me a little bit. Yeah. I was like, what was that about? You
0: know, I guess I can tell you here, like I always wanted to be gay. You
2: were just into it.
0: I was into it. I loved it. But I like... I'm just simply not gay.
2: I think that was a great thing though. Yeah. To like, just be a, uh, just be kind of open or whatever, you know, to like, just put that support out. Yeah. Fly your flag, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you could never, Who could have an argument against that? Our apartment is too small for a table of any kind. And I, I just want to eat like I'm at a cafe and I'm like, I'm out at a nice place. So I realized, Cover the desk in contact paper. Pull it away from the wall. You're at a bistro. Light a candle. I have a little vase with a single tulip. Oh, beautiful. A salt and pepper shaker. That's so nice. napkin holder. What's in your art heart now? Oh. These days. Well, God. Good Lord. I've got plans to do a, a little evening on Valentine's Day as I've done for about 10 years off and on to uh, get some friends together Uh, gonna write some material, have some singers come in and sing some songs and uh, it's basically in the tradition of a holiday pageant Um, we call it a Gassamkinsferk and it's It's a good time.
0: Have you done a residency?
2: More than you know. i too many. What were you working on? At the time, I was working on this zine that I wrote called What to Expect from Life. I was basing this work at the time on Joe Brainard, who's like, we should see if they have his books here in this bookstore. Um, He's more of a collage artist and visual artist, but has some poetry and journals and one book is called I Remember and I like love it so much and so that kind of writing was based on his I Remember book Mm. in which he just kind of lists all these memories. It's really a simple, simple idea that's just done so well and beautiful.
0: You mentioned that sort of your method of making is following impulses. Mm -hmm. What kinds of things, Sort of get your impulses firing.
2: Hmm. I think uh, I like entertainment of the old fashioned variety. I, I like um, songs that can be sung and like aesthetics that are reminiscent of putting on a play you know, in the sort of old fashioned way. And I like, um, what else do I like? I like um, specific people, specific places, specific times. Meaning like, if I know that you're available next week and we can have like 20 people come over, it's like, let me think about you and what kind of project would be good for you. Like, I like having that in mind like if I'm doing a play it's like I know okay you'll be able to be there so I'll make this part just for you or something like
0: that that's so generous and sweet and I don't know it feels loving
2: well I always was like bending these ideas to the peep to the luck of the situation rather than um, having those ideas trying to like create the ideal and then fill it. You I I recently saw uh, one of your works
0: at Jack. You did? Yeah. What what did you just do at Jack with the Ding milk? Dong, it's the ocean. Oh yeah, with the milk pool? Yeah. Yeah. And you had there was like a character. That was so nice of you to come to. I that. love I'm a fan. Man. Oh my god. I'm a huge fan. Thank
2: you for being there. Yeah.
0: There was a character in the play that from my perspective was you mm-hmm. and it was sort of this like again the sort of dissociated like kind of nerdy completely emotionally sort of like uh,
2: detached hipster person yeah <laughs> i think their name was jeremy <laughs> yes that was by design the i was so glad agnes formerly alex when we were working together alex uh, well now Agnes and I would get together here at the Housing Works Cafe and have these long discussions and it, we were making this play and like there was a a whole bunch of other ideas but they all just were challenging for certain reasons or another so eventually we kind of were like well it really was her amazing idea to... Um, have the character just be (laughs) based on myself and very much working through these things that we were talking about. And, um, yeah, that was, you're not wrong.
0: You're describing like bending things to honor the people that you're with. Like you're an extremely loving, generous, sweet, uh, I guess joy loving human from my perspective. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I don't know. you. I, I also remember I did see, uh, I guess, Leaves of Grass nude. Or n- was it naked? What was the word? Leaves of Grass. The funny
2: thing is, I originally called it just Leaves of Grass. But then, like, meeting with this producer afterwards who's, like, really fancy. And it was like, you just have to call it what it is, Leaves of Grass nude. So then, like, kind of posthumously, I called sure. it Leaves of Grass well, nude. I mean,
0: you, I, it's helpful. It's helpful yeah. to sort of position it, like, why would I see Leaves of Grass? Yeah, if it wasn't nude. That's what I'm saying.
2: Well, I thought it would be a big draw. <laughs> leaves but of Grass? It, no, the nudity. But oh. people don't care. And it Who really, doesn't care? I, that's what I'm I saying. I care so much. Really? I was just like, ah, finally. <laughs> I'll
0: finally learn about Leaves of Grass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, the funny thing is, as of course most shocking things in life. It's really easy to kind of get desensitized to it. So I think most of the audience had the experience of maybe expecting it to be really interesting. Everyone was nude on stage, but then you just kind of get used to it, and you don't really...
0: Yeah. Well, so I maybe there was a talkback or something after the show, and you sort of told us all about, like, you know, one of the first rehearsals. You were like, all right, cast, like, I'm going to now, like be nude in front of you all I actually have the pleasure to be uh, directed by you in La Boheme Spoken yeah several iterations of that
2: yeah the whole idea of that too as as with some other things was to just enjoy being with each other and like doing those things was always a bit of an act of hopefully community and um it was like a social occasion in a way like I loved um the the cast just kind of being playful and and that hopefully came across during the thing and what's so funny about that actually kind of mind-blowing and I think this was you who saw do you remember seeing that play like uh, before you were in it I did it on a rooftop in Williamsburg I, and you were walking right. with your friend that's what right. did you see when I you were walking on the bridge I saw this like l- these the people in black
0: and red scarves like I saw <laughs> I saw it happening I saw the production happening
2: they were all in white oh on white Excuse me. I don't think there were any scarves involved. No? No red scarves? Well, I was wearing a red unitard. Oh, maybe that was that. I can pull up those photos, I too. see. Right. Was um, it like a unitard, or was it like a like a jammies? No, it was like a spandex. I see. And uh, we actually had, my good friend had just had her heart replaced with a cow's heart, and she also wore a spandex thing and played like the puppeteer who was, like, selling hearts in the town square or something. Um, It was really, and and, those were really dear old friends, like a lot of college people, and um, there were a lot of acrobatics in that one because there was this big chimney, and um, my dear friend was really a physically wild performer and, uh, like, basically climbed up the chimney, like horizontally if I can say it was all you know just that old trick of like having someone walk along the wall was so sure. beautiful like Strib yeah mm-hmm. yeah, exactly mm-hmm. but then you did you just did it at the flea so I, we did yeah. it like at Many least times. three times at that's least. kooky Yeah,
0: twice at the cell and once at the flea a long run at the oh flea because you were like a director in residence there speaking of residencies I know it what a famous
2: person you are I had been in residence a number of places well you know what a big what a big get this is I for, really liked for the cozy that. zone yeah this is huge no I really liked um, that room there I have such it was a particular time that's for sure and we also wore all in white, right? Yeah, you wore all white. Yeah, yeah. I had these overalls, I remember. Did I make you get the... I was just like, go buy these overalls. I think and I had, just had them. I think them. I had them. Maybe, no, actually, um, a,
0: a girlfriend yeah, gave I, lent, lent
2: them to me. That's what it was. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, Obviously, you got to yeah. have a costume. Yeah, of
0: course. I loved it. It was cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think... Um, you got to be able to share the Costumes are really important. Let's say more well for Ding Dong I had my friend who was published as the vintage darling of Philadelphia Um, she had uh, this big trash bag of vintage clothes that had been discarded and rooted through those instead of hiring someone to design the costumes I just pulled from stuff that she had and stuff that the actors had and it's kind of like this collaboration between the actors and myself and just kind of figuring out what you should wear. It's amazing. I don't know if that answers your question or if there was a question. Well, no,
0: I just wanted you to keep but talking about It's just about like costume when
2: you see something and the costume design is really good, it it does a lot.
0: Because I feel like it, it, it can imply place. Like it does—it it does a lot of work to sort of transport you, mm-hmm. depending on what people are wearing. i, I find that is—is is really true. Yeah. Because like, when people move, normal people in a strange space still look like normal people, but strangely mm-hmm. dressed people in a regular space transform that space. Mm-hmm. That's what I think.
2: That's right. And uh, there was a time when I was really familiar with every dollar store and like thrift store of like how to do costume design for like a cast of 20 people on like a budget of $200. Something. It's amazing. It was silly. Well, cause I love all those. I love uh, dollar stores, but now I feel a little complicated about it cause I'm not sure of the environmental impact of dollar stores. I want to say it's just surplus. It's just stuff that, um, is extra. So it's like kind of great. But uh, I'm not so sure. We have to get to the bottom of this. We will. Some of those textiles are not so so uh, great. But they're you're you you're not flammable. you're
0: not throwing them away. You're you're giving them life. You're that's true. You're like yeah, giving them an art purpose. Okay, good. Speaking of art purpose, <laughs> we you know we have been tasked
2: actually with uh,
0: an art job.
2: Oh yeah, I'm excited about this
0: So, uh, as you know so This whole experience is brought to you by the, the Cozy Zone Foundation mm-hmm. And the trustees of this foundation um, the commission uh, Artworks they, they provide huge amount of funds To realize uh, public works of art I'm uh, just
2: laughing at the song that's playing By the way Did you notice that? What song is it? Natural Woman Oh, I didn't know there was a soundtrack to this podcast Good inside
0: oh yeah this is perfect <laughs> this is perfect. sorry to interrupt no no <laughs> well now we all hear it okay so yeah you have the you have the the dossier um,
2: should I take this out yeah
0: so we're gonna we're gonna do like a little like sort of preamble we're gonna sort of review the the materials and then we're gonna put uh, 30 minutes on the clock uh, and then we're going to sort of solve this this proposal here
2: mm, the old bricks botanical gardens call for artists and lighting designers 2020 gleam are in a new light this is an outdoor light installation exhibition from September 2nd to October 31st in 2020 this is happening in Madison Wisconsin this exhibit is at these botanical gardens in Madison Wisconsin Named for its founder, Michael B. Ulbricht, the 16 acres of gardens and Tropical Bowls Conservatory are owned and operated jointly by the City of Madison Parks and the nonprofit profit Botanical Society. The Botanical Society invites proposals for a public art exhibition titled Gleam, Art in a New Light, featured at the gardens. Gleam Art in a New Light seeks exciting light based installation proposals to be situated within the garden's landscape or conservatory. Each proposal must utilize light as its major component to achieve a dynamic evening slash nighttime presence. Okay, I like this. Final sites within. The Botanical Garden are determined by the staff, so they're looking for light artists and designers to submit site-specific proposals knowing that every proposal is going to be considered equally. Proposals must include realistic budgets that cover all aspects of participation in the project.
0: The uh, Our trustee of the Cozy Zone Foundation has, has in fact um, increased that budget a lot. Um, I believe, let's see, they're, they're giving us... Uh, one point three billion dollars.
2: Oh my God! One
0: point three billion dollars, and and just uh, to give some context for that that figure, uh-huh. this is the amount of money Amazon uh, should have paid in taxes this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually paid a a, a negative one percent uh, federal tax, and I think they got yeah like a hundred twenty nine million rebate from the government. Mm-hmm. But from their, their profit of uh, $11.2 billion, mm. they should have paid uh, $1.3 billion. And so the trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation uh, want to um, sort of redirect that loss into that. the gain of, of culture and mm. art. And in our example, um, some sort of light-based sculpture in Madison... Wisconsin.
2: This is a real place. Have you been there?
0: I've never been there. Actually, I'm I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I've never been to the Old Brick Botanical Garden. You can see actually on the, the next page, we actually we have a sort of a, a schema, schema,
2: schematic, schematic map. Beautiful. We have a map printed in color.
0: A, a map of the site, so we can sort of use that to scheme.
2: Madison is famous for its bike paths. Yes, yes. Have you spent any time in Madison? I drove through, oh. and I had Indian food for lunch.
0: That's, uh, yeah, good for you. <laughs> on the drive. I was
2: really looking, yeah. Yeah. Um, for something good, because yeah. I heard it was a great place. Here we
0: go, 30 minutes on the clock. Okay, so we got $1.3 billion to make a light sculpture. Have you
2: worked mm. in light before? Uh, here and there. Uh, what have you done? Well, I was originally, you know, this gal, Beth, I wonder where she even is right now. But she would always say she recognized my shows because I always had, like, some sort of swinging chandelier in my shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I you did do, that a lot. You do have like, a... just that... a naked bulb. Oh, uh, okay. Or something. So that's you know, or, like, the... Swinging chandelier. That's your aesthetic. Doing shadows. Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, that always had been.
0: That feels really fun. Like, a swinging chandelier. Like, if you had, like, a big sort of a, uh, I don't know, some sort of terrifying kind of, like... Pendulum of a chandelier that I guess it would be safe, but like it would cast all these shadows Yeah, like all over the place. I wonder so we do have the great lawn We have uh, donors arbor So that I mean that looks like a really clear clear space. There's also the Thai Pavilion and Gardens Serenity Gardens I like
2: the bridge.
0: Yeah, i like ooh. What do you think?
2: Well, if we did a, a processional with boats coming oh. along the bridge oh my gosh. with big lanterns, oh, and, oh. you know, oh, I mean, I th- that's fun. And you could probably can we hire performers? Of course. For this? I mean, we have a huge
0: budget, right? Okay. We have the one point three billion dollars.
2: I think it would be great if it was like a fleet of boats that come through. The okay. Starkweather Creek.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Let's talk about what these boats are. Probably each one tells its own story, or maybe mm. has its own universe. You know.
2: I always loved a procession Yeah. Um, in the original Leaves of Grass, there was, because that's just on my mind now that you were talking about uh, it. You're an artiste. We had the procession of the sun and the moon. Mm. And I think, um, I love that for the botanical gardens also, that it's kind of like astrological Kind of what do you call that the stars astrological but there's something else too that I'm thinking of celestial mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. kind of uh, a processional of uh, it feels like it ties in with the way that nature you know um, the seasons all of that stuff <laughs> generally thematically happens so if we do a processional that's sort of like spring summer winter fall etc mm-hmm. and you know all these kind of elemental kind of movements of time. We have a boat that comes by. It's the sun. It glows from within. Mm. It's like a a kind of paper boat that has a light source inside of it. I love that. And then we have the moon, which is like a colder, more blue light. And the moon is maybe like really big. Actually, instead of boats, I'm thinking for these, they could just be kind of giant orbs that float along. Floating
0: orbs. Yeah. No. So yeah, because I'm thinking for some reason when I hear about boats, I think about navy. I think about like garbage barges. But for like if we transform it to like floating orbs, that like takes yeah takes a lot of the. How how big do we think these orbs should be? Just for the sake of specificity of this application.
2: Well, I like the idea of uh, rotating um, sizes. So maybe it Mm. starts out kind of small, um, small, like, like uh billiard size. Wow. L- but like, you know, they float and, and they they're glow. like super bright glowing okay. and they sort of start to come through and the kids are excited. It's sort of like the first little warning firework. Oh, so it's this whole parade yeah, sort of situation. Yeah. And how are they like, they, they're motorized
0: somehow. There's like a little propeller or something.
2: Well, I think I'm assuming that that Creek has some somewhat of a current,
0: but we probably want to be in control. Yeah,
2: I think you're right.
0: Like, and we, I mean, if, we know. do just just to remind you, we do have the budget to. Yeah, you know, really.
2: So they're remote control. I think so. Like almost drones. Yeah, style. drone, drone orbs. Yeah. Yeah. So but in I, the water.
0: So great. So we have this. The sort of opening salvo is like yeah, the like when. I don't know parades, how they worked, where you're from, but for me, the like the police would always sort of begin, right? The mm-hmm. sort of slowly, the police cars with their sirens. So maybe yeah. These aren't obviously. I'm getting all
2: riled up thinking about the police. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking about when you said boats. I was thinking of the military, and you're I was feeling all riled God up. God. I know.
2: No, no, no. This is Mother Nature, Father Time.
0: Okay, but yeah, sort of, sort of uh, extra beyond. Beyond, but beyond the armed men of the state, like mm-hmm. we're we're just we're talking mm-hmm. about your, we're talking about mythology and mm-hmm. legend. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So we have our our tiny like uh, small small orbs begin. Mm-hmm. And so then followed by because you're talking about seasons and you're talking about the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. We have sun, moon, seasons. What do we? What do we want to, what are we trying to say here? Like, certainly we are, you know, Mother Nature, Father Time, but, like, mm-hmm. we're humans and we, you know, I, I imagine you want to say something when you make something.
2: Mm-hmm. Timeless kind of anti-technology mm. parade.
0: It almost makes me think about, like, the like birth of the universe mm-hmm. in some way. Like, maybe, maybe it's sort of like a Big Bang
2: I can get involved in that. So
0: like maybe this small orb, right? You know, because they said that they say that the whole, all of the matter of the universe was contained in this like extraordinarily small, Mm. dense orb essentially. And then, then there was this huge release of energy.
2: I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. That like sort of expanded Mm -hmm. everything. Mm. So then what do you think? Do you think that's a, do you think that's worth pursuing that big Mm -hmm. bang kind of thing? humans are so small and insignificant when you think about sort of the cosmos Mm. and you think about like racism and sexism and capitalism. Like none of that matters when you think about the scale of the universe, you know, Mm, mm -hmm. like these are all just ridiculous. They're just, it's just infinitesimal. Yeah. And like, why would, why does it like, why do we, why do we treat each other bad when like Mm. we're literally just dust Mm-hmm. swirling around this vast expanse. Mm-hmm. I feel close to that. Yeah. I feel close to like Big Bang mm-hmm. kind of styled. So what, what would be the next, like how could we safely, I wonder if we could cr- like sort of invite or, or the orb itself like sort of explodes, not really explodes, but just like unleashes this huge Huge light thing.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, if they're they're sort of like light sources themselves, with uh, light bulbs coming out. And I think, just to preview where we're headed, I think ultimately the orbs are big enough to like contain human beings Absolutely. inside of them. Absolutely, and and piloting Yes. Piloting them. Yes, I love them. Um, so how to how to stage the Big Bang? You're saying right. maybe. Yeah, I like that idea of a light explosion and, somehow. And
0: maybe do we do we like plant throughout the entire site like mm. these these like really bright like these lights that sort of like so it sort of uh, like ripples out like so the like the whole place is illuminated for a moment. I
2: love that. Yeah, um, I think we should.
0: Great. And yeah, tell me about these like piloted orbs. Like mm. who who are they?
2: Well, I think it would be cool if some of them were like clear so you could see inside and you see people kind of like surrounded by little light bulbs and lanterns and they're just, what are they doing in there? I don't, I think they're just kind of, everything about this I think is like no sudden movements. It's like a lot of stillness and a lot of kind of meditative, um, kind of poses and things like that. Um... I'm, for some reason, I'm imagining that one of them has a lot of water inside the orb mm. itself. So mm. it's just sort of like, it's almost like a, a fish tank on sitting on top yeah. of the water. Or oh, beautiful. With a person in there.
0: Oh, and they're probably swimming kind of like um, you know Vegas mermaid style. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: Vegas mermaid style. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have lights in there too. Yes,
0: of course. Mm-hmm. So we have, yeah, we have a water orb. We probably have a fire orb.
2: It's high fashion.
0: Yeah. We have, yeah, again, the seasons, you know, sort of snow,
2: mm. foliage. Yeah, a snow orb. Snow orb. Absolutely. Did you play the Magic different colors. the Gathering? Never even heard of it. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're just going to move on.
0: <laughs> it's a, It's a collectible card game. Um, oh, like I love Pokemon, that. yeah, cool. but it's your wizards, and they have a lot of like different magic orbs Ooh. that you could collect, and I, I imagine. Yeah, what's with
2: the a... orbs? I went and saw that lady, the orb lady. You know, we're always running around to see her. Uh, the Japanese artist. Oh, Yayoi Kusama. Yeah. yeah. I saw her mirror orbs, but the problem is they have people. They're like walk through, but don't touch. Mm-hmm. It's like no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I think this people can touch.
0: It makes me, it makes me think that like at the end, maybe there are orbs, there are like passenger orbs where like the audience can like come aboard, yeah. come aboard.
2: I think at the end, everybody goes swimming.
0: Oh, you they think? They
2: jump in the water. They're encouraged to. Okay. They don't have to.
0: And we'll have like, we'll have a really like good lifeguard staff.
2: No, people will die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, We can't have people die. That's... Really? I don't think that's, I don't...
2: I guess that's not the message we want to send. No, if You're it's right. meditative,
0: you know, people we don't yeah. want to cause pain or yeah. sorrow.
2: That's true. I guess Maybe it's almost the uh, sensory deprivation type of swimming. Mm. People float; they don't even swim; they're just like encouraged to float.
0: But, but should we? We should probably have like if it is sensory depra- deprivation, we can have a particular orb. That they can get in a sem- yeah, sensory deprivation orb great. and maybe different like you know so there's a lot of like orbs to see and then some like participatory orbs mm-hmm. yeah so that's wonderful so what other experiences like so sensory deprivation probably maybe something s- scented or, or maybe some food mm. um, yeah, yeah like, there
2: has to be snacks handed out mm-hmm. what food should it be I think um, different kinds of edible flowers mm. grasses beautiful okay yeah.
0: No meat, probably.
2: Well, just some beef and.
0: <laughs> just beef. So yeah. if meat, only beef.
2: Yeah. Um. But really special kind of raw beef. Okay. You know, like, like a like,
0: carpaccio. Yeah. Or um. Yeah. What's it called in Ethiopian food? Uh, kitfo. Something bodily. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's nice. So we have so but so we have flowers. We have beef we probably need some sort of like drinks.
2: Right, that's a good question. Is it wine or is it uh, coffee? Is it uh, or like a tea? Is it a tea service, mint tea is very th- universal. Right. Yeah, I lavender.
0: Wine d- is not it's not a bad idea. Or like a mead. Oh. Cuz this feels very um also so it's like obviously the big bang like like the cosmos. I mean, the way that you're describing many of these orbs could be performance spaces. Like, yeah. maybe it's like, because e- they also strikes me as sort of like a float. Each one yeah. of these are sort of like different themed floats
2: well, of a parade. I'll put it simply to you. I was invited by my cousin in 2008 to see this show, Les Éphemer, at the Armory. Did you see it? No. It was a Parisian the Parisian, you know, the French theater company, Théâtre de Soleil. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, they You're, basically yeah. set up the audience on two sides, and the stage was almost a lazy river. And these platforms that were on wheels would just roll in, and you'd see these realistic scenes that just kind of rolled by, and it went on for eight hours, and you saw basically every slice of life depicted in one of these scenes. And it was very realistic, like they had scenes where they were cooking meals and you could smell the food and there was a, a seaside scene where you smelled the seaweed. And it just kind of was every slice of life and it was just going by, going by. So I feel like there's room in this to contain multitudes like that. Except I think the difference is rather than doing like hyper real life, I think we're portraying like the gods, Big Bang, prehistoric nature. like that. It, yeah, it feels a little
0: figure skating to me, like sort of a figure skating mm-hmm. aesthetic. I don't know if you're seeing that.
2: Absolutely. Yeah?
0: <laughs> okay. You're, yeah. So, like, for example, like the fire orb, like there'd be someone in this, like, pretty amazing, like, you know, sort of body-tight sequined kind mm. of, like, I don't know, or like um, Spider-Man on Broadway style. Whoa. You know, just like really shimmery, really like skin-tight, like Cirque du Soleil, maybe, uh, you know, makeup and stuff.
2: I don't see why we'd be scared of that. We have
0: our one little orb, like the Big Bang orb, or like the universe Pangea, as I like to call it. Mm. Then there's this huge site wide light explosion. Yes.
2: And then that... Then we sort the of... The floodgates open. Right. And so... There's all sorts of orbs coming along the river. The, each pathway... I think you're right. Why well, constrain it to the river? And each pathway kind of has these different orbs kind of wheels through.
0: That's great. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole site... So it's less
2: of a parade is sort of like one line and more just like a processional of things in motion because this the way the Botanic Gardens is set up it's not like a straight path right it's kind of lots of little pathways and stuff right. so it's just kind of a, a takeover of the entire space beautiful if you had an orb this that was like 10 feet in diameter or something mm-hmm. and it was filled like halfway with water mm-hmm. and somebody on the outside was pushing it along so it was rolling. The water would always stay at the bottom. That's right. So a person could be like floating in the water mm. and the thing is rolling down the path. Yeah. That's... It's beautiful. The ticket. And I know we can afford to have it motorized, but I want to have at least someone there pushing it just to, for the effect.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it will be the, sort of the scale, the number of these that we want. Yeah, we don't need... Some of them maybe, I think maybe if they're in the water, I would call for them to be motorized. But if they're terrestrial orbs, Mm -hmm. certainly I love, yeah, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but sort of allowing collaboration, sort of bringing in community. Mm -hmm. What are the orbs rolling on? You know, you have to, Hmm. you know, because if there's like rocks and stuff. Yeah. um,
2: And it's hard to kind of. Keep it in a straight line. It's so heavy yeah, with all that water. Totally. So you might need a couple of people. Or like, or,
0: or like an orb track. You this know, is the Macy's Day Parade. All of a sudden. Yeah. Did. Well, I mean, isn't it? I wonder. It is. I wonder what isn't the. Isn't it? I mean, you know, a big budget parade. It's when taping? I did a play
2: here, it was a very quiet play, and there was this ice machine that was like humming, and then every like five minutes or so, you just hear like. Ice just crashing.
0: <laughs> what was the play you did here?
2: It was Walt and Emily. Oh. Between the Rooms. Oh, beautiful. Oh my god. It's a gorgeous text.
0: Yeah. Sounds and very, like, gentle.
2: It was a super gentle, quiet play. And there would always be, like, someone who was bored in the audience and someone who was just, like, crying and just, like, I love this so much
0: so we there we have this sort of orb takeover of the entire old brick botanical garden yeah. um it's an orb
2: takeover, and I think it's called light bright light bright oh shoot, that's already taken okay
0: well, this is a good this you've started the bidding here with the bidding has started with light bright
2: that was a toy, I yeah recall. light
0: bright light bright something's the magic of something like
2: yeah. I mean, I think titles ought to be really simple. So maybe it is just called like. Sphere.
0: Sphere, yeah. I'm thinking, I I hear sphere. Sphere is good. There are also, there's spheres, Spheres, some multiple spheres. With a Z. With a Z, or S is in um, parentheses. That's good. Sphere, parentheses, S. (laughs) That's
2: really good. I also.
0: Go on. Oh uh, well, or the first the first S is in parentheses, (laughs) so it's that's actually not terrible because it's like sphere here. Here is a sphere. Oh sphere here. Here is a sphere. Right. Never fear. P
2: h e r e sphere. Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Right, or it would have to be S P. -P Spelling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think. if you just had its spheres, no parentheses, but the first S was regular and the last S was a mirror image of an S. Oh, I like that. Just odd like, Spanish? Yeah, kinda like Spanish? Yeah, kind of like
0: Spanish. With uh, the exclamation points or the question marks? That's what I was thinking of.
2: Maybe we should use those question marks. Could be. Um, um, spheres. I
0: like the I like the mirror image of the spheres. Mm-hmm. Mirror spheres. We could
2: just call it Untitled. No. No, my God.
0: Lights. 1.3 billion for n- yeah. Untitled.
2: Yeah, no, no. I think another another thought would just be, um, God. Okay. No, just call it oh God.
0: Oh God. Any punctuation there? Any sort of like um van- all lowercase. No punctuation. Oh God. Letter O space God. Yeah. Oh God.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, or we could call it, uh, vanishing.
0: Hmm. Tell me more, uh, tell me where, vani- where you're getting vanishing. Well, just
2: thinking of, you know, the way lights, we're using light here in like a kind of anti technology, like away from the cell phone, away from the screen. So right. I'm thinking of all of that vanishing. First light? First light, that's really something. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best one so far. Okay. First light.
0: Any punctuation in there? Is uh oh wow. is there a, is the S in first a dollar sign?
2: Probably. Okay. And that be the number
0: 1 with an S-T. <laughs> 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 oh. 1 dollar sign T. Wow.
2: First light. First but we
0: don't need to worry about the dollar. I that I'm just being goofy. Yeah. Um this is serious.
2: I never texted you about the museum, but I didn't up going cuz I get here. Wow. I love this. I feel like She's talking about our exhibit. She is.
0: Called, um, yeah. The Light Bang. The Big Light.
2: You love this Big Bang. No,
0: no. I, I'm just trying Have it out. Have you
2: watched Big Bang Theory? Never. I'll
0: never watch it. Uh, Why not? Some, like, students who i teaching artists for, say I look like, I don't know, one of the derpy characters. Is it the
2: main character? I, I
0: don't know. I think it's not. I think it's the, like, Bang's character. Oh. Oh. Like turtleneck, there's like oh. turtleneck bangs.
2: I haven't watched it either, but I'm always so excited because the main guy is in my yoga place. Wow. And so sometimes we'll be practicing. Wow. And I'm always thinking, you're the highest paid actor in show business. Is he? That's what I've heard. Wow. I don't know if that's still true. <laughs>
0: God, that's, what a world.
2: It's thrilling. Proximity. Um, globe? Globe. Orb? Light
0: orb yeah. um, rounds, mm.
2: making the rounds. Making
0: the rounds, <coughs> um, round is not bad. You
2: know what? It could also be called lanterns, Ooh. or actually
0: land turns. Lantern. Land turn. Ter- singular. No. Yeah, you know, lantern. No land like land, land and then turn.
2: Lantern. I like that. That's not bad. That's really. It's bad. a
0: little. It's a little something. Yeah. But, it, I. Lantern. It's fun. Lantern. Uh, so is there some sort of modifier for lantern like lantern song forgive Mm, me but like oh
2: i like that a lot i think it should be lantern song because we need we haven't talked about the sound oh my god no we have but similar to mad forest i think we need balanescu quartet and we need um two microphones that people are just constantly going up to and they're just like speaking things nice so maybe we have
0: i like like sort of maybe two professional mics two public mics
2: I don't think any public mics. I want only professional. Great.
0: Mics. Four <laughs> professional mics. Yeah. I, uh, that's I'm, you know, there you go. Let's I'm, leave it to the pros. I, okay, good. I'm glad I'm glad to see yes. you you're not you're not just, you know, signing so it's everything. Not a okay, okay, okay. Good, good. <laughs> Lantern song. Lantern song. That's not bad. Just, you like that? I like that. Lantern song. Yeah. So uh, what would be your just like estimate of how many orbs are a part 60, of this. 60,000. 60,000 orbs. But it's
2: similar to um, this book of Disney stickers that were just released, and it was called a 1,000 stickers, but 700 of them were these tiny squares that were the border, so they weren't really all quality stickers. Similarly, our 60,000 orbs include like some very tiny orbs, you know, it, it yeah. includes a whole array.
0: Yeah, probably, because there's probably, uh, do you think that sort of the big, big bang moment where there's just, you know, the whole thing is just sort of an explosion of light? Mm -hmm. Are those orbs? Do light come from orbs or are those just different? Is that separate?
2: I think that's separate. I think that's sort of like a floodlight situation kind of like a call to uh, action.
0: At the end... It's a wake-up call, really. Yeah, so maybe we've, you know, we have, like, clearly everyone can count about, like, 270 orbs, and then at the end, there's just these huge orbs filled with other orbs
2: floating around. Actually, at the end, also, I think we have to have the kind of orbs that fly up they uh, usually they do them with those lanterns you know that fly up
0: i you know where i learned about those lanterns for the first time is at my wedding. at your wedding
2: that's thrilling yeah i did we send one up yeah we were all excited about so that so many you sent up really yeah such a hazy memory yeah there were fireworks well that part I, that was i guess that sort of woke you up someone I wish I took a photo of those lanterns going off were you because I remember were, one being caught in the tree yeah I just had all this stuff yeah. like on standby. were so.
0: you in charge of taking pictures at your own wedding
2: yeah <laughs> I was
0: well um okay this is this is good <laughs> this is really good we not only have we devised, so we have a minute left mm-hmm um lantern song
2: i think we've covered it all
0: oh, so we, we just to just to clarify we have professionals
2: creating what are they saying into the mics
0: yeah we have we have 45 seconds
2: i think they're saying words really slowly till they become almost incomprehensible
0: I would like, yeah, maybe sort of like dirge-like or sort of mm-hmm. meditation. I like this idea of like yeah. maybe a, a, a musical or sound song mm-hmm. meditation.
2: Yeah, but, but not too depressing. No, it's all no, no, very no open and yeah, harmonic. Yeah. yeah, great. Um,
0: lantern song.
2: And what are the costumes? Well, we talked about sequins. S-
0: sequins, figure skater Cirque du Soleil.
2: But with uh, awareness.
0: Yes. Oh, tasteful.
2: Yes. And that's the time. That's the
0: time. Wow. We did it. Well, so I think we're going to get this project. I think so. So, yeah. So, the next step is, you know, I'm going to type this all up. How uh, do you
2: know how to type?
0: You know, uh, in middle school.
2: You took a typing took class. took a
0: typing class and they had the little uh, cardboard uh, things that you would cover the really? keyboard with so you couldn't look. So, it was, you had to do touch typing.
2: It's all paying off now. Yeah,
0: you. I think in order to get... It was the, my lowest grade. It really hurt me, like, mm. deeply. Because uh, I think to get an A, you needed to, like, type 20 words a minute with, like, 80% accuracy. Wow. Um, and I don't think I, I reached it these days. I, I don't even know what my WPM is.
2: Well, that's the next project. Yeah,
0: well, we can figure that out. Wow, my friend. This was... Incredible.
2: So productive too. So
0: productive. Any um any questions for me? Any final thoughts?
2: Just gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Um
0: yeah, what a what a gift. Thanks. This this was really yeah, felt amazing. Mm. Warmed my heart.
2: Mhm. Me too. Good. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Ah. Huh.
0: Well, I'll see you, uh guys right are in. tough yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah how how so let's
2: not say goodbye, no. let's say, see you soon, <laughs> see you soon. Cows is out. Cows Cows out. Is out. So-
0: So, Mr. Biteman, what do you think of our idea? Lantern song.
1: Lantern song. What's the song? I still don't get the song.
0: I would say that the song is all of time, all of human existence, all of consciousness, sort of the the vibration of the universe, the very fabric of all matter
1: do you think you can bring pitbull into this collaboration
0: i think we could you i think songs yeah are, are you very it, catchy you want pitbull we got pitbull definitely really absolutely it's that
1: simple i didn't realize that yeah I mean, you, it's that simple for me i just didn't know it'd be that simple for you well
0: i imagine in our budget we could probably mm, have a, a an alluring a carve out yeah definitely
1: ben look me in the eye and tell me that this is going to be worth it
0: sir mr greg biteman this is going to be worth it. All right, you got the money. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Oh, great, is... excellent eye contact. Thank you. Oh, that's what, that's what, I, that's what it comes down such, to for me. Such
0: an honor, and thank you for your generosity.
1: You would be a good looker, actually. Oh, that's your so eye kind. Is strong.
0: Oh my gosh, I. You know, do you guys do mushrooms? I don't know. No, no just no. fruits and vegetables. Don't ever bring that okay. those
1: disgusting I'm... fungi up with me again. Uh, yeah,
0: no, I won't. You know, I actually I think that might be a good time to just bring up this. Next thing, um, I have a, a Patreon, which is a it's a, a crowdfunding platform. Um, pa- that pa-
1: Patreon,
0: Patreon,
1: crowdfunding.
0: That's right. So you 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 send out an appeal to your family and friends and and your fans, and you ask them to donate certain uh, amounts of money a month. I, I'm asking for my cozy zone membership, five dollars a month. That gives you. Uh, early access to to episodes, uh, special members only content, uh, social media posts before they'll they'll go out. Sort of the behind the scenes of the Cozy Zone creative process, and you know it'd be fun to have a uh, a uh, Cozy Zone trustees, such as yourself uh, on our membership roster. It's just five five dollars a month, sixty bucks a year. What what do you think, Mister Biteman?
1: Ben, I need you to look me in the eye. And tell me that it's worth it.
0: Mr. Biteman. it is worth it.
1: Absolutely no. What? No. Well, I already gave you $1.3 billion. I... Dollars. Now you want 60 more? Well, I, I,
0: listen, I, I just thought that maybe there no, was I'm another... I'm sorry,
1: I've checked the books. There's simply not enough room in our budget for $60. Re- see, are, really? Yes. Do,
0: is there any... Any any reason you you wouldn't be able to to even from your own uh, I funds? I just
1: I don't understand the concept. I'm struggling here. Crowdfunding.
0: You you get a bunch of people, your fans, you know, all of your nearest and dearest, and they they support your art. You you can be in conversation with them. They can guide your creative process, boost you up when you're feeling down.
1: I don't. How do I put this and sound pleasant? Crowds, that's what loses me here. Oh,
0: I I see. You know, You know,
1: being born into such abject wealth and turning that into, let's be honest, the same amount of wealth. It really, the very concept of, giving money alongside other is it's not my it's not my uh i just don't want to do it
0: i i i understand um
1: i'm sure you'll find other people
0: of course uh you for know.
1: your early twitter um it, yeah i'm, I'm sh- on early twitter
0: And that's very good. I should check that out. Mr. Biteman. Do you want
1: to know what my handle is? Yes. What is is? your early
0: Twitter handle?
1: The number one.
0: Just a single, just number one. That's how early it is. Wow. That's like the the Beatles uh, album. Is it inspired by that?
1: No, it came from my own genius.
0: I see. Um, Well, Mr. Biteman, thank you again for the 1.3 billion. Final check. No Patreon for you. You're sure?
1: quite sure okay um well um, sorry that was a, di- a bowel movement uh oh. no is the answer i'm fine but you should probably leave i i think you're right
0: thank you mr biteman Cozy Zone with Ben Weber is produced and edited by me, Ben Weber. Danny Townsend wrote and performed our theme music. Johanna Campbell-Case designed the logo. Big thank you to Jeremy Bloom and Sam J. Gold. Special thanks to Cozy Zone Foundation trustee, Mr. Greg Beitman, even though he didn't support my Patreon. But you can. Visit www.patreon.com slash ben weber projects you'll have access to fun members only content and directly support the production of the cozy zone podcast follow me on instagram at ben weber projects and on the web at www.benweberprojects.com subscribe to cozy zone on apple podcasts wherever you catch your pods like stitcher or spotify and write a review it will feel so nice thank you so much for listening may all of your zones Be cozy.